Getting everything set up and rolling. Are you serious? Are you serious? Guys, this is an, uh, some information that was sent to me from one of the Make America Great groups that are out there. Uh, an Air Force pilot received this information. He then uh, sent it to his father-in-law. And this is what it says. I'm going to try to read it here. Just give me one second. And uh, this is very important. People want to know what's going on. We're trying to give you the bits and pieces of information as it comes available. He says, we need 100% of the people indoors to see what the United States military is going to broadcast on everyone's TV sets worldwide. It's going to be very painful, but we can do, we can no longer have people divided around Sunday or Monday. The president of the United States will send out a message saying, my fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. Um, we will go to full global martial law. He will most likely, the president will be on board Air Force One when he sends out seven presidential messages to everyone's phones and TV sets worldwide on an emergency broadcast system. From there, all global military via U.S. military will shut down all media, that's internet, Social media, phones, all TV programming will be all under one channel and emergency services. And so there the United States military can broadcast 10 days of this storm, 10 days of, of sessions, three-hour video confessions from a military tribunal. Lots of evidence for the scandals listed in the storm. While, uh, while this is, uh, being, is happening, they will be removing government, um, making global arrest, and, uh, and this will be going on. So Americans will be getting arrested around the globe, not just here in the United States, but in other parts of the world, and people from around the world who have participated in this, uh, really this coup attempt against the President of the United States. So, Stay tuned right here on my app for more. Are you serious? <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. I am serious and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> okay, look guys. I, um, Ladies and gentlemen, players and pimps, listen. Uh, Snoop Doggy Dog is not on the mic. Pay attention. Um, I get like every other day a video or a post, uh, text, um, in my, um, Facebook messenger, pardon me, I lost train of thought there. Um, every other day from somebody usually well-intentioned, but misguided, um, you know, my friends are not really fringe right, but they they are Trumpers, they're Trumpism, and they they get a little carried away, and they're some of them are you know like in their fifties, and they're not like attuned to the internet stuff yet. They like they just got on 
Facebook because, you know, everybody was on Facebook and Twitter and formerly Parler and uh, they're, you know, they wanted to see pictures of their grandkids or post pictures of their grandkids and then they got swept up in the Trump movement. And they don't understand a lot of the scams and BS and lies and professional, not, I shouldn't say professional, but people who spread rumors for the sake of spreading rumors. And I think that that soundbite I just played, it, that's one of those types of people. Uh, that with stuff that guy was reading, like the president of the United States is going to declare global martial law. The president of the United States directs the United States military. Not any other military on the face of this earth would listen to him. Uh, now, could he send our military out to arrest uh, American civilians hide out in other countries with no extradition? Yeah, uh, he could do that. And it would be very uncouth and wouldn't sit well with the, the world global community. And the, the rest of the world would more than likely turn against him. Uh, maybe not militarily because there aren't a lot of countries that want to take on the United States military. But frankly, it, he just doesn't have the power and the ability to declare global martial law. And get all 191 or so countries on the face of the earth to go along with him. Not this president. Not Obama. Not W. Not uh, Bubba. Not H.W. Bush. Reagan. You can... Nobody. Okay? On earth, globally, is going to declare global martial law based off of what the president of the United States says and does. And to first of all, you would have utter chaos in every street in America if you cut off our televisions and broadcast 10 days of military tribunals. <laughs> Dude, don't don't make us miss the hee-haw reunion marathon. For the love of God, there's not a hee-haw reunion marathon, though I wish there was. Uh, actually, most of the cast of hee-haw is dead, so it would just have to be a hee-haw rerun marathon. Uh, the, uh, the stuff like that is what the problem is with the Trump movement. And I'm sure your left-wingers do it, too. I just don't have many friends, but... Ever since I've been involved, it seems like the Republicans and the fringe right always have these, uh, you know, hardcore people that uh, spread these rumors. And it's got to stop. It's got to stop. And what has to stop and not start is uh, this idea that we're going to become radical uh, you know, they've, they've called us the radical right for a long time. You know, I've often gone through all the names I've been called as uh, in my, you know, 22 or three years of being politically active. 
man, I'm getting up there in age. Uh, but anyways, we go back to, um, you know, 1998. We were, you know, the, the radical right. That was more like your Timothy McVeigh, you know, militia jerks. But uh, I was always called religious right because I'm a Christian and I wear it on my sleeve. Um, then, you know, it was like, what well, neocon was another one. Um, neo, neoconservative, the compassionate conservative thing. Uh, Trumpers, Trumpism, tea party, tea baggers, tea leaves, all these things, uh, you know, but really we don't need to be radicalized like the left and Antifa are. We just don't need that in America. We fight and win our battles at the ballot box, not in the streets, not causing chaos, not burning things. There's no place for that. In America, Americana, any of that stuff. Trump says it himself, right cheer in his address to the nation from the White House's YouTube page. Clear. I unequivocally condemn the violence that we saw last week. Violence and vandalism have absolutely no place in our country and no place in our movement. Making America great again has always been about defending the rule of law, supporting the men and women of law enforcement, and upholding our nation's most sacred traditions and values. Mob violence goes against everything I believe in and everything our movement stands for. No true supporter of mine could ever endorse political violence. No true supporter of mine could ever disrespect law enforcement or our great American flag. No true supporter of mine could ever threaten or harass their fellow Americans. If you do any of these things, you are not supporting our movement you are attacking it, and you are attacking our country. We cannot tolerate it. Tragically, over the course of the past year, made so difficult because of COVID-19, we have seen political violence spiral out of control. Okay. So right there, hold your horses. Here's where the source is. The boss himself. Trump baby says no violence if you support political violence which is what the uh, storming of the Capitol the riot was you're not his supporter you're not Trumpism you're not a Trumper you're a piece of crap he didn't say piece of crap but he alluded I'll put words in his mouth like the media does I feel you're a piece of crap okay we don't do that as Americans to other Americans. Now, looky here. Peep this here, Holmes. You have Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera, the propaganda wing of the terrorists like Al-Qaeda, ISIS, Hamas. They, they pose as a news network, but they're the propaganda wing of terrorism. Okay? They are reporting far-right 
ready to fight and kill in Trump's name. Do we want that? No, we don't. We don't want that in our MAGA movement. We don't want that as Trumpers. We don't want that as Trumpism. We don't want that in America, period, point blank. You now, because of the, the handful of idiots that stormed the Capitol and went inside and broke things and said they were going to, you know, do gosh knows what. Uh, I don't know what any of them said, but I kind of jumped up, overspoke there. But the people that went in there causing trouble and havoc are now causing a terrorist propaganda machine to have fuel to throw on the anti-America, anti-Trump fire. Good job, guys. Good freaking job. I'm cool if you went to the Capitol building and stood on the steps and held your banner up and waved your flag, preferably the American flag. But if it was a Trump flag, that's okay. If it's the cracker Confederate flag, it's not okay. Because at the very minimal, that flag represented a division in our nation that should not have happened. Period. Point blank. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing. And there's some gorgeous gymnastics going on on television. Why am I talking to my computer when I can be watching gymnastics? Oh no. I have to set my fellow Republicans and Trumpers straight because we're acting like fools. So I come to ye via podcast and YouTube and uh, Rumble. This is Americana, the American way, at the real big at the real underscore Big John on Twitter. Uh, that other app I was trying to use sucked, so I guess I'm stuck on Twitter. Um, and someday Parlor hopefully comes back online. And if it's on, if it does, and you're seeing this uh, after Parlor's back up, it's the real Big John, all one word on Parlor. So we got this. Here's what's going on. This weekend, next week, Joe Biden, five days from now, is sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. God help us. This weekend, derelicts in our movement are planning, and there are rumors, just rumors for now, they're planning protests, but the rumor is there's going to be violence at these protests. The Associated Press, for what it's worth, they, they do a decent job most of the time. They, they, they may not say what you like, but we'll give cred where cred is due for now. Um, whoopsie daisy. Scroll past the headline. AP reports states declaring emergencies, closing capitals ahead of rallies. Responding to warnings of potential violent demonstrators, governors across the nation are calling out National Guard troops, declaring states of emergency, and closing their capitals to the public ahead of President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration next week. There is no place for this people in America. I said it when Antifa did it four years ago at Trump's rally, or Trump's inauguration. And they did it at Trump rallies too, but at the inauguration. There's no place for this in America. 
This is not Americana. This is not the American way of doing things, peeps. It's wrong. Just wrong. Not prudent at this juncture. Uh, The AP goes on to say, Though details remain murky, demonstrations are expected at state capitals beginning Sunday and leading up to Joe Biden's succession of President Trump on Wednesday. State officials hope to avoid any type of violence that occurred January 6th when a mob of Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol, leaving a Capitol Police officer and four others dead. Uh, Yeah, one Capitol Police officer um, died because of uh, his injuries, basically being crushed and trampled. Uh, Terrible, terrible. I totally denounce that type of action from my fellow uh, Republicans and Trumpers. Uh, Can't even call you conservatives at this point because that's not conservative. Um, It's just ridiculous. Ridiculosos. A terrible way to do things. Um, And you got to behave yourselves, people. This just isn't the American way. Not the American way at all. Uh, And it's terrible. And I shame you and I denounce you. Uh, You're you're more communist than you are American when you resort to mob violence. That's how the, the Bolshevik Revolution started. It's how the National Socialist Workers Party in Germany started. And we know how they turned out. We're not going to be that way in America. We're just period. Uh, if I were there, if I would have been there on January 6th, I was afraid I might get caught up in the excitement. But if I saw people hitting police officers, I would have kicked their asses. I would have whooped their ass so bad the police would have had to have gotten up off the ground and arrested me for kicking other people's asses for hitting the police. That's ridiculous to see, they were probably the Antifa wing that mingled in and, you know, uh, I I would bet dollars to donuts on that. But you do have some radical right-wingers that don't like the police either. And Alexandria Sandy Ocasio-Cortez said, you know, I don't ever want to see you Republicans saying Blue Lives Matter ever again. After you guys hit the policeman, Sandy, you've been saying defund the police entirely. She went out and spoke out against New York City when uh, when New York City cut like $2 billion from the police budget. She said, no, when we say defund, we mean completely defund. And now she's telling conservatives and Republicans... You can't say blue lives matter anymore because you beat up the police. We can sit here and point fingers to Antifa and you know say they were pretending, but I know some of those people fighting with the police were were supposedly Trump supporters and supposedly Republicans. And if you act a fool like that, you're you're neither. You're not. You don't belong in the Trump movement. And you don't belong in the Republican Party. So, 
that is that. Um, I saw some other things in the news today that caught my eye, got me thinking. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast or this uh, channel for any time, you'd be amazed that, to believe I actually have a thought, but <laughs> I do sometimes. <laughs> so, according to Salon.com, Biden wants to use coronavirus relief to raise federal minimum wage to $15. All I got to do is read the headline. Yes, this sounds good if you work a minimum wage job. But guess what? You won't have one very long. All raising the minimum wage does is raise prices at the stores, cuts the the bottom line or the, the profit margin for business, and puts businesses out of business. A small mom and pop a cafe or maybe like a little thrift store or even your Giant Eagle, your Aldi, uh, whatever stores you shop at, Walmart, Costco, they can't survive if their employees, if every employee just suddenly wakes up and is making 15 bucks an hour. One, they'll raise the prices on you, which then eliminates the any gain you had from an increase in your income. Okay, so if your income, if everyone's income went up to fifteen dollars an hour, then the price of your Big Mac's gonna cost you ten dollars. I mean, I think it's like four dollars and some change for a Big Mac now. I think that's too much for a freaking Big Mac. I can make. You know, four or five Big Macs at home for five bucks. Why would I pay four dollars and some change at the at McDonald's for a Big Mac? You know, but all your prices at all your stores are going to go up. A lot of people are going to get laid off. It, you know, comp- this pandemic and things should have shown us. You know, even when we think of. Uh, a company that's a nationwide chain uh, as a billion dollar corporation not all of them are how many of them have gone out of business Uh, how many uh, pardon me locally owned and managed franchises have gone out of business during this pandemic because they have no people raising a minimum wage is just going to hurt them even more Uh, total idiocy. I believe people should get raises based on their performance, based on their longevity at a job. Obviously, if you've worked there a long time, you must be a good employee. So I I believe that every six months or at least once a year, an employee should get a uh, performance uh, rate. No. I shouldn't say they should get a raise. They should get a performance evaluation. And if, let's say, you know, they don't call off sick a lot. They get a lot of customer compliments. Uh, they put in extra effort. They should get a raise. Now, if you don't work at a job that does that, then that's your motivation to move up in life and be a better person and get a better job. 
learn a trade, go to college and get an education, and maybe even become an entrepreneur and start your own business. But just saying, hey, let's throw other people's money at a problem, never the answer. Never the answer, folks. Reagan always said it, and he said it bestest. Government is not the solution to the problem. Government is the problem. Eight or nine times out of ten, I threw that last part on. Here's something I never, ever thought I would see in my life. And that Reuters, and I've seen this report in other places too today, is reporting the National Rifle Association files bankruptcy seeking to escape New York lawsuit. Man, the National Rifle Association, for the vast majority of my life, has been like one of the most powerful lobbies in Washington. Uh, Them and the tobacco industry were like the top two lobbyists, which means they fought off a lot of politicians to get stuff done and done their way. Um, they, they held, I mean, the NRA held on to that for a long time, but their grip's been slipping with time and way, uh, just the way that people's, uh, minds at work and think about, uh, gun advocacy and gun owners and gun rights it's a different society today and I still believe in our second amendment right but the NRA has gotten such a black eye and has painted as such an evil that they are no longer in a position to fight for themselves. They've had to file bankruptcy to avoid um, or attempt to get out of a lawsuit in New York. Uh, let's read what Reuters has to say. National, the National Rifle Association, State, uh, National Rifle Association. If I untie my tongue, on Friday filed bankruptcy, a sudden development that could help the gun rights group escape a lawsuit by New York's Attorney General seeking its dissolution. The NRA filed Chapter 11 protection under federal bankruptcy court in Dallas and it plans to reincorporate in Texas to escape a corporate or pardon me to escape a corrupt political and regulatory environment in New York where it is now incorporated. Texas, quote, Texas values the contribution of the NRA, celebrates our law-abiding members, and joins us as a partner in upholding the constitutional freedom, Chief Executive Wayne LaPierre said in a letter to members. We seek protection from New York officials who illegally abused and weaponized the powers they wielded against the NRA and its members. The NRA was sued in August by New York Attorney General Lietta James, 
who accused LaPierre and other senior leaders of self-dealing and mismanagement and said the group's activities violated the state's laws governing nonprofits. James said NRA officials diverted millions of dollars to fund luxury lifestyles, including vacations, private jets, and to buy the silence and loyalty of former employees, costing the group $64 million over three years. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Basically saying that the, uh, the bosses at the NRA were lining their pockets uh, and living high off the hog off of member donations. Um, I wonder where the Clinton Foundation is registered because you could say the same thing about them. Uh, But, you know, back in the day, Chuck Heston, Charlton Heston, had his own money and didn't need that. Um, Now, some of these new NRA officials and leaders, maybe their whole job is to be the leaders of the NRA and, you know, taking politicians, taking uh, other lobbyists, congressional staff, people like that on vacations and flying them around in jets to woo them, wine them and dine them. That's all part of the lobbyist game, guys. It's that plain and simple. Um, every Everyone does it. Doesn't mean it's right. Don't mean I agree with it. But if you're going to do this to the NRA, you need to do it to every lobbying organization, every nonprofit that's uh, registered in the state of New York. Uh, the NRA's claimed financial status as has finally met its moral status. Bankrupt, James said in a statement Friday. We will not allow the NRA to use this or any other tactic to evade accountability and my office's oversight. So this uh, Attorney General James of New York is still going to go after the NRA, she says. Um, Nice-looking African-American lady. This uh, Attorney General Lietta James. Uh, In its own statement, the NRA pledged no immediate change to its operations or workforce and said it's it's not insolvent with Pierre adding, or LaPierre, adding it was as financially strong as we have been in years. The group said it would continue to defend its members' constitutional rights under the Second Amendment, which guarantees the right to keep and bear arms, or arm bears, whatever you want to do. Um, And it goes on to say, you know, critics say the NRA enables gun violence. Um, That's been the narrative on the National Rifle Association for years. Uh, I don't know how they enable gun violence. They've always advocated gun safety, gun training, and responsible gun ownership. Of course, you can call me biased because I 
uh, at one time had an NRA membership for a few years. I didn't even own a gun at the time. I just supported the cause. Um, also, uh, I, I do believe when I did telemarketing, I did a little telemarketing for the NRA. But again, I, I, I don't... I don't claim to be unbiased in this. So, it's kind of, it's strange to believe that uh, an organization like the NRA would have to hide behind uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Now, it looks like this is a political move more than it is a financial move, according to the National Rifle Association. They're doing this so they can reincorporate in Texas and uh, get away from the uh, political motivations of the Attorney General of New York. Uh, if there is abuse of uh, donations in the state of New York, you know, obviously they have to be prosecuted and, and tried, but that, that will all come out over time. Can a federal bankruptcy court call off the state of New York? Will the state of New York listen? Because it seems like people are picking and choosing the laws and rules they follow now. At least they did in the last election. So, we'll see what happens with the NRA. Uh, I'd hate to see it dissolve. Uh, it doesn't have the stranglehold on Washington power that it used to. Uh, in some parts of the country, when you go congr congressional, pardon me, district by district, and you go state house district by state house district yes the NRA wields a lot of power being a member of the NRA is uh, an important thing to some people when it comes to the ballot box but I think when you go inside the beltway I don't see them having the strength that they used to, uh, especially now that Democrats have the control of Congress. Uh, there used to be, you know, Democrats that were honorable, like uh, Joe Manchin. Yeah. But he, you know, he's still a, a loyal NRA guy, but he might be like the only Democrat senator that's a, a royal, loyal uh, gun advocate. As far as I know, maybe some one or two here from some of the more conservative states. But to find a moderate or conservative Democrat now is hard, very hard. Uh, when Nancy Pelosi is your uh, moderate, not left-wing Democrat, according to Andrea Ocasio-Cortez, or Alexandria, pardon me, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, Nancy Pelosi is not a left-wing, left party, a left person. Yeah, we got some problems if Nancy Pelosi is considered not left-wing. Uh, in fact, she don't even have a, a right-wing. She all left. But, uh, yeah, the NRA, I just don't feel it has its power in Washington. It never should have. I mean, it's the people that are supposed to run Washington... Not cigarette companies, not rifle advocacy companies. 
supposed to be us the peeps, but now it's uh, left-wingers, their agenda, their causes that are fighting and getting people elected. So, anyways, folk, that's it. This has been Americana the American Way. I'm Big John. Follow me on Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Dang, that's the only social media I got left. They put parlay, parlay got parlayed out of business. This other thing I was trying, CloudHub was so slow and so difficult to upload stuff to. I know they're just getting started, but they're not that good. So, all right, folks. We'll see you the next time. See you around like a donut. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. God bless you. Remember to pray for one another. Amen.